Matter of fact, there's some closest people to you that don't know some things that you did. And there's some things you did you don't want no one to know you did them. Right? Okay. Doesn't matter. But you have to know that God loves me. God loves me. God loves me greater than my mom and dad would ever love me. Welcome to Kingdom Life Ministries International of Elizabethtown, Kentucky, headed by senior pastors Dr. Raynard and Delillian Romero. We invite you to visit us at 115 South Mulberry Street, Elizabethtown, Kentucky. This week's broadcast is from our Sunday service, and we encourage you to like and follow us on our various social media platforms. Here now is Dr. Romero. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hearing all that, praise God. We ought to be ready. Amen. Yes. Yes. So, praise the Lord. God is good to us. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. Father, we love you. We bless you, Lord God. Now, Father, may you take the words off of these pages that you have already breathed life into. May we take them, Lord God. May they bring life to us. May they minister to us. And we thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence, your guidance, your direction. Thank you that we communicate the words of God to your people today. Thank you. And we bless you for it and we thank you in Jesus' name. And everybody says, Amen. 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 Glory to God. Hallelujah. It's good to see all of y'all today uh, with us today. Praise God. Again, as we said before, we're going into this uh, Thanksgiving celebration season, um, and we venture already into December and uh, into 2024. Amen? Amen? Glory to God. Doesn't that sound exciting? Yes, it does. Yeah, it does. does it? Or does it not? Amen? It does. Glory to God. Well, some are excited, some are not. Uh, the things that are happening all around us, glory to God, uh, still has us concerned about uh, certain situations and certain things. Uh, prices are going up. Things are becoming more expensive, glory to God. Uh, it just seems like we're getting bombarded uh, with all kinds of news media on different things that are happening all around us, uh, glory to God. But the Bible tells us that we are to be confident of one thing, that the Lord is able to deliver us out of every situation. That's right. Amen. 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 Glory to God. So today I want to share a word. I, I, I call it uh, confident faith. Confident right. faith. Or have confidence in your faith. Mm -hmm. That's good. Amen. Okay. Yes, sir. There it is. Now, they, 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 they kind of work together because faith alone is a type of confidence. Okay? Yes. Faith is a spiritual substance that has been given to every believer. Confidence is just what I know to be true out of my earthly senses. Amen. So what I have to do is I have to be able to get that spiritual substance of faith to begin to operate in my natural mind 
so that now I'm operating in faith and in confidence at the same time. Yes. I truly believe this. I believe that faith has been given to us. We have faith, but we lack confidence in the faith that we have. That's good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's good. Okay, you know you got it because the Bible says I got it. Okay, Bible says I have it, and I who am I to want to dispute the word of God? Okay, I don't want to dispute the word of God. I've been doing this long enough to know that the word of God is true. Amen. I know that it is true. I know that it's inspired by the Holy Spirit. I know that it's the brief word of God. I know that it's given to us. But everything that I have in here, because I have not seen it manifested in my life, allows me to have a lack of confidence in believing that it's true. Y'all with me? Yes, sir. So what I'm aiming to do is I'm aiming to get you ready for 2024. Amen. That's good. Okay, that's what I'm aiming to do, okay? Now, again... I give a lot of people a lot of direction. I give a lot of people a lot of insight. I give a lot of people ideas and plans and things that they should do. But I can't do it for you. You just have to do it for yourself. That's right. Okay? And if you're not doing it for yourself, that's why, you know, the Bible teaches us that we need to have long-suffering or we need to have a lot of patience with people. Amen? But, you know, sometimes that's easier said than done, according to the Word of God. It says that I should, but it doesn't mean that I always do. Right? Right? Right. I get tired of telling people this is what you need to do, and you're not doing it. Therefore, you're running into the same cycle of problems that you've been having because you won't change what you're doing based on the fact that I'm giving you some type of spiritual direction or some type of spiritual guidance as a spiritual leader. Here's what I heard one time, and I'll truly take this to be true, is that how can you trust me to rightly divide the word of God with you and believe what I say if you won't do what I ask you to do? Right. Okay? Will you really consider me to be your spiritual leader? Okay? I'm supposed to stand here and feed your faith and build you spiritually but when I say this is what you need to do, you just refuse to do it. Well, at that point, I don't really consider myself to be your mentor. I really don't consider myself to be your leader because you don't consider what I'm telling you to do as being the word of God. Right. Amen? But nevertheless, it doesn't offend me, okay? Because what you do is not going to offend me because guess what? When I go home tonight, I'm going to sleep real well, okay? <laughs> I'm going to sleep real well, okay? Because I know that I have assuredly given you a sound doctrine, a sound word of God that is supposed to help you change your life. But if you refuse to do it, then that's just on you. Right. Amen? Yes. My conscience is clear. Right. And I'm going to go and do what Ray does. Amen? Right. And Ray is going to be okay. Amen? Amen? Even in the midst of the problems that I have. A lot of problems, a lot of problems, a lot of situations. So the aim is to get you ready for 2024 yes. uh, because 2023 is just the breaking point of what we're getting ready to see 
in these next upcoming years. Amen. It's amazing that God took us through this journey of Matthew 24, Matthew 25, Ezekiel, Jeremiah, Hosea, Joel, uh, Revelations. Took us through all this before we even ended up in seeing what was really going on in the Middle East. Amen. And what's, what's taking place over there. Come on now. Even though we didn't know it was happening, there was something that was happening behind the dark side of the curtains that we did not have privilege to right. see. Right. There was already stuff going on. There was already right. stuff brewing. There was already schemes and plots and plans and all these things. We were just not privileged to it. But nevertheless, though not being privileged to the inside of things that was happening, God still allowed us to have a word that was going to prepare us for something that was going to take place. So when it happened... I was not taken by surprise. I don't know about you, okay? I don't know about you, but I wasn't taken by surprise. Why? Because we had already read and studied the seven trumpets and the seven bowls and the seven seals. We had already seen all that. We had already seen that there's going to be wars and rumors of wars. We've already seen that there's going to be famine. We've already seen there's going to be destruction. We've already seen all this according to the word of God, what we have already studied. That's right. Yes. Amen. So if it took you by surprise, it's because you were sleeping through service. <laughs> okay. I mean, it, it really, because we talked about it. In depth, we talked about it. Okay. And most of y'all here talked and preached about it too. So if you talked and preached about it and it took you by surprise, then you didn't even know what you were studying. That's right. <laughs> I'm just going to be real, okay? Can I be real with you tonight? Glory to God. Confident faith. Or having confidence in your faith. Amen? Amen. See, I will hear a bad report, and I will have more confident confidence in the bad report that I received versus having more faith in the Word of God that I know to be true. Yes. Amen. Doctor tells me I'm sick. Okay. I got this disease, this problem. Yeah. And, and, and the, the great thing about this is that when those things come and they happen, they come with all the effects of it. So if the doctor tells me that I have this problem, that problem, whatever it might be, guess what? I already have my feelings that says, yes, it's true. I already have the problems in my body that says, yes, it's true. I already have a report from the doctor that says, yes, it's true. And therefore, now I have put all my confidence into what I see, what I feel, and what I heard versus the word of God that says I have already been healed by his stripes. Come on, you Okay? That's right. So I have more faith. I can look at my bank account, and my bank account can be empty. I'm hearing, I'm seeing, I'm feeling the lack of but yet again, the Word of God says that He'll meet all my needs. Yes. Yes. Amen. Okay, according to His glorious riches through Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. So I don't care if my bank account looks empty. I don't care if they tell me it's empty. I don't care if I see that it's empty. It doesn't matter. The Word of God still says that He's going to meet all my needs. Amen. Amen. And then I can take it a step further, Bishop, and say He will even give me the desires of my heart even when everything says zero. 
So the lack of response really tells me that my confidence is in the statement or what the bank teller said when she says you can't get no money because there ain't no money in there. My confidence now says, wow, she's right. So I have more confidence in the things that I hear, the things that I see, the things that I feel versus the faith that says the word of God is true. Right. Getting you ready for 2024, amen? Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 8. Let's go there. Oh, I'm not going to hold you long. I'm going to stay with you just a little bit. Amen? All right. Yeah. Let the Lord bless us, Pastor. Glory to God. We got time. Hallelujah. That's right. Romans chapter 8. Yes. Get your Bible out. Get your devices out. Yeah. Get something out. And why would I tell you to do that? Because I'm telling you to get it out. Because you don't even really know if what I'm telling you is true. See it for yourself. Yeah. See it for yourself. Okay. Class is now in session. Amen. Glory to God. Romans 8, 28. And it says, Now we know that all things work together for the good to them that love God. All right. Now, let's... let's Park there just for a minute. Now we know. There you go. Now we know. Now we know. Now we know. Uh -huh. Okay. Or do you know? I know. <laughs> because it's in the Bible, and he says, "Now I know." Or let's let's put it this way. So the writer Paul, uh, who wrote uh, this is this is his masterpiece of all his writings. Okay. Out of all his writings, two-thirds of the New Testament, it all boils down to the book of Romans. Because mm -hmm. yes, every other book will always go back and highlight the book of Romans. Mm -hmm. Okay? Right. So this was Paul's masterpiece. This was his yeah. Mona Lisa, okay? This was the Sistine Chapel. This is uh, his conversion of everything that he knew as a Pharisee, as a Sadducee, as a Jewish person, as a Greek, and even now as born again and filled with the Holy Ghost, this is his masterpiece. That's right. So if you ever want to know Paul's life, go back and read Romans. Mm -hmm. But I will not say read Romans. I will say study Romans. Study Romans. That's right. Dissect Romans. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Take Romans apart, yes. and you will see Paul, the intellectual man. Mm -hmm. You will see Paul, the spiritual man. You will see Paul, the man that had a face-to-face -face encounter with the Lord. You will see a man that has insight that he says, I don't know if I, some of the things that I received, if I was dead, or if I was just someplace else, I have no idea. But I do know this, that there were some things that were revealed to me that I don't even have the honor, nor the privilege, nor the authority to put it down on paper. That's deep. Yes, yes it is. That man knew some things, okay? Yes. He knew some things. He knew more through his life and his experience that all 12 of his disciples that walked with Jesus every day. Yes, he did. As a matter of fact, yeah, his did. insight, his knowledge, his understanding yeah, of what he had 
of the word of God and the life of Jesus, it even baffled his disciples because they said, how can you know these things? You were not even with him. How do you know this? It messed them up. And so, if you ever want to understand some things, go back and study Romans, okay? Bishop's doing a great job doing Romans right now. You follow him all the time. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And it's up to you. You know, what I, what I really like about this is that we can, we can put all this information out there, but people still will not eat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right, yeah. Okay. That's true. They still won't eat. Glory yeah. to God. Amen. Amen. We are a spoiled culture. That's right. There are people in other countries. There are literally people in other countries that would love that would love to be in your place right now. Amen. They would love to be in your place. They travel for miles and miles and hours and hours. Just to get to a place to hear a preacher, preacher. preach the word of God, That's teach right. the word of God. That's right. We are so spoiled. But I'm here to tell you, the more that you know, the more you're going to be accountable for. Okay. One day the Bible says I got to give an account over everything that I've heard, that I've said, that I've lived, that I saw, that I thought. Yes. I got to give an account for everything. Yes. Everything. Everything. And so he says this. He says, and we know. Now, why does he put that word we? He, because he's writing this to a group of people. So let me mess you up for a minute because he's not writing to a group of Christians. Okay? I know we title ourselves as Christians, but. They were not Christians back then. They were believers. That's right. They were what they called those of the way. Of the way, yes. Okay, because Jesus said, I am the way. And so they followed the one who led the way. Yes. And so they were labeled as the ones of the way, are in the way, are going somewhere. And so. What he's saying, he's writing this letter, but here's, here's what you got to take with it. So in order for my, my faith to be confident, I have to look at this and say, I know, I know, I know. That's right. Not we know, because now this thing is personal. It's real to me, okay? It's not about 99% of the teaching that we do and we should do over here. Number one should be preaching and teaching to ourselves. Okay. Number one, it should, I, I, should, I should have already known this before I even put this out. Absolutely. I should have already studied this before I put this I should have already read this. I, I should have already had an insight before I even bring this to you. Yes, sir. So I can confidently, with the faith that I have, I can confidently say, and I know that all things work together for the good because 
of the love of God and the love that he has for me. I made it personal. Amen. It's mine. I know. Now, I don't know about you because you still might be part of the we. Okay? Well, when it comes to something personal, when it comes to meeting a personal need, when it comes to having a personal breakthrough or a personal revelation or something that I'm going through or something that's happening in my life right now, everybody else ain't in there with you. That's right. Okay? You're going through some situations. I don't even have no idea what you're going through. And sometimes I don't even want to know. Okay? Because you're going through it. Amen? So at this point, what I have to do is I have to make this thing real and personal to me. And I know that all things will work together for me because of the love that God has for me. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> now I have to know Number one, that God loves me. That's right. Amen. Some people struggle with that. That's true. Some people have problems with that. Yes. Some people, you know, God can't love me. You, you don't know what I did. Well, no, I don't. And again, I'm going to tell you, no, I don't know what you did, and I don't really want to know what you did. <laughs> okay? As a matter of fact, there's some closest people to you that don't know some things that you did. That's right. And there's some things you did you don't want no one to know you did them. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. Glory to God. I don't, I, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't matter. But you have to know that God loves me. Yes. God loves me. Yes. God loves me greater than my mom and dad would ever love me. Yes. Amen. Amen. Yes. Amen. He loves me just that much more, even more than that. And it says, to them that love God and God loves them, to them who are called according to his purpose. There's some, so there's some things in here. There's some things that we got to understand. Okay. So number one, we're talking about I know that God is going to work all things, and I know that I love God, and God loves me. And, and if you don't know that, you need to work on that, okay? Yeah. And then the other thing is that I, I have to know that my purpose. Yeah. i got to know my purpose. Mm -hmm. God has a purpose for me. I, I, I have to know what that purpose is. I have to understand, or at least I have to try to get an understanding of what that purpose is. I gotta know these things. And you would not, yes, you would, <laughs> believe how many believers do not know what their purpose is. Mm -hmm. You're right. That's yeah. right. They don't know. Been in church all their life, they still don't know. And when you try to tell them this is what you should be doing, they look at you like you're crazy. Because they waiting to hear from God. Well, God needs to tell me. Well, God just tells, told you. He just used me to tell you. Okay? That's all the way. He just used me. Okay? You waiting on God to tell you, tell you something. Well, you ain't listening for God because you really don't want to know. Okay? Because whatever it is you're supposed to do, you really don't want to do it. Okay? 
Honestly, truthfully, y'all want me to be honest with you? Yes. Okay. I ain't want pastor no church. <laughs> I ain't want pastor no church. <laughs> Why? Because I didn't believe that that's what I was supposed to do. Right. Okay. I, I'm just, I'm just going to be honest with you, okay? Even my wife told me. Uh, even my wife told me. She said, Pastor wants you to do what? <laughs> Go pastor a church. She said, this is her very word. You can ask her today. She says, you don't even like people. <laughs> she did. And you know what? She wasn't wrong. I, I mean, I, seriously, okay? Come on. Liking and loving is two different things, amen? Uh, coming in and ministering the word and leaving is one thing versus coming in here week after week, year after year, time after time, over and over and over again. And dealing with the people that when you tell them what they need to do, they still won't do it. Okay? You have to grow into loving people like that. See, all of y'all are blessed. You don't want to be here? You don't like what I'm saying? You can get up and walk out. Glory to God. Amen? But according to God, I still got to come down here till he tells me stop coming. Amen? Whether you're here or not, Yes, sir. I still got to do what I got to do. Yep. Bishop still got to get online. Mm -hmm. Glory to God. I use Bishop. Okay, can I use Bishop for a minute? I use Bishop. I told Bishop, Bishop, you need to get online and start your Bible study. You need to get online and start your Bible study. Well, I'm working on it. No, you need to get online and start your Bible study. <laughs> I'm getting it together. No, you got it all together. Get online and start your Bible study. Yes, sir. All right? So the next thing I told him was, you got to now figure out a way how you're shepherding these people and how they need to sow into your ministry. Yes, right? Yes, sir. Because a laborer is what? Worthy of... The Bible says if I sow spiritual things into you, it's only right that you sow your natural things into me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Amen? Yes, sir. The Bible says do not bridle the mouth of the ox as he treads the yeah. field. Y'all yeah. following me? Yes, sir. Amen. So I'm saying, these are things you need to do. You need to become independent. Yes. You need to establish your ministry. You need to get your 501c3. You need to accomplish these things. These are things that you need to do. Right? Right? right. Yeah. Right, glory to God. Amen. I just use him as an example. He don't mind. No, no, no. Say, praise God. My man in the back, Brother Robert, he, he's hiding back there. Yeah, I'm hiding. Y'all know. Stop. Okay. I've been telling him, this is what you need to do. It's what you need to do. It's what you need to do. Okay. I can tell you what you need to do. I'm not going to do it for you. Okay, I'm just not going to do it for you. Amen. Sister Helen came out. Well, I think I need to do that. Then just do it. Just do it. It's, this thing is not as complex as we think it is. It's really not. Okay. 
I got to start a Bible study. Well, I don't want people to come over to my house. Well, get on the phone and do a Bible study with somebody. Right? right? Mm-hmm. So you want, you want, you want it, this. No, this ain't it. This is only what I use to equip leaders to go and do what they're supposed to do. This is not it. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want to start a church, glory to God. Go start a church. You want to pastor people? Glory to God. Go pastor people. Go do what you're supposed to do. Find your purpose. Find your purpose. And sometimes that might mean that I might have to try this and it doesn't work, and then I'm going to try this and it doesn't work, and I'm going to try this and this doesn't work, and I'm going to try this and this doesn't work. So I'm going to try other things until I find what works. I've been doing conferences for 25 years now. And guess what? I'll try this. Doesn't work. I'll try another one. Doesn't work. I'll try this. Doesn't work. I'll try this. Because I just know that that's what I do. Organize, network, bring people together. That's right. So I know that's what I do. And so I continue to do that. Okay? Might be on a big scale. Might be on a small scale. Doesn't matter what the scale is. I'm just doing what I'm supposed to do. Mm -hmm. That's all. Big or small. It's for the glory of God. Yes. Amen. 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 One person to the glory of God. A yes. hundred people to the glory of God. Amen. Yes. Doesn't matter. There you go. But here's the thing. I have to know, number one, that all things are going to work together for my good. Amen. Number one, because I love God and I know that God loves me. Right. Number two, I'm trying to find my purpose in how all this works. And if I find my purpose, then I already know that I can go back to the first phrase, which says, all things will work together for them that love the Lord. Amen? Amen. So all I got to do is just keep repeating these three steps. That's right. mm-hmm. It's just three steps. I just keep repeating them. It just keeps working together, working together, working together. Why? Because I love God. He loves me. I'm, I'm working out my purpose. I'm finding what am I supposed to be doing. How does this thing work? It doesn't work. I'm going to try this. That doesn't work. I'm going to try this. I'm going to keep doing something. It's work. It's effort. It's energy. Yes, you got to do it. Amen? Amen. And so I find this thing about helping to have confidence in my faith. So I have faith. And I have confidence. We all do. Y'all have faith? Y'all been given a measure of faith. Yes. You have confidence. I know you have confidence because there's things that you have. If somebody tells you and you trust them and they say, I'm going to do this for you, you have confidence that they're going to do it. Right. Yes. Right? Yes. So I know you got the two elements. Number one, you got the natural element, confident. And number two, you got the spiritual element of faith. Yes. So I need to bring them together. I need to bring them together. Once I'm able to bring them together... I'm able to operate in the spiritual realm and in the natural realm, which is what I'm supposed to do. Why? Because I'm a natural person and I'm a spiritual person all at the same time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Amen? Amen. I am spirit and I am flesh. You are spirit and you are flesh. You need to bring the two together. Yes. Combine them. Combine the effort. Amen. And work the process. 
to understand your purpose. Let me go on here because i got a lot. I'm not going to get through it. I can tell you right now. Verse 29. For whom he did foreknew, he also predestined. Yes, sir. To be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Yes. Verse 30. Moreover, whom he did predestine, then he also called. <coughs> Excuse me. He also justified. And whom he justified, then he also glorified. Amen. What shall we say? Then say to these things. If God before me, who can be against me? Right. <coughs> can you give me a water picture? Yeah. If God is for you, if God is for you, who can be against you? No one. And that, that, that happens to be, <coughs> excuse me, that happens to be a great verse, <coughs> excuse me, let me grab this real quick. Excuse me, audience. I got you. You got me? Oh, bless you. Thank you. Back to it. All right. What shall we say to these things? If God be for me, who can be against me? So that goes all the way back to the previous verse. All things are going to work together. All things work together. All things are working together. But I have to know that if I'm going through a trial, if I'm going through a problem, if I'm going through a situation, if I'm going through something, it's going to work to my benefit. That's right. yeah. It's going to work to my behalf. Right. It's going to work to my good. Mm-hmm. It's not designed to bring you down. It's designed to raise you up. Right. It's not designed to defeat you. Mm-hmm. It's designed to promote you. It's not designed for you to be um, the victim, but it's designed for you to be the victor. That's a, that's a good statement. Write this statement down. Write this statement down. I will rise. I will rise. Not as a victim, but I will rise as the victor. I will rise. I will rise not as the victim, but I will rise as the victor. Because that's what the Lord says. He says, I'm victorious in every situation. But I have to get my faith and my confidence lined up so that they're working in conjunction in the spiritual and in the natural. And so that, that's where I'm, I'm, I'm working. Well, that's where I'm, I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get to that point. Let me go on here. Verse 32. And he that spared not his own son but delivered him up for us all. Or let me put it this way. And he that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for me. How shall I not with him also freely give all things? 
Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect, who is me? It is God that has justified me. Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died for me. Yes, rather, that he is risen again for me. Who is even at the right hand of God, who will also make intercession for me. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. You know, there's uh, something to say about this little piece right here. This little piece right here is something that we tend to read over and really not to effectively use. It's too big, Pastor. Yeah. It's too big, let's see it. Okay. <laughs> so this passage right here, God, yes. this passage is telling me that I can say, Lord, I don't know what to pray about, but I know your charge is to intercede for me right now in this situation. Okay, I, I don't know. I don't know because see, sometimes here's what happens: is that I'm trying to pray in the natural. Okay, mm -hmm. out of my natural mind, I'm trying to pray in, in, in out of my natural mind. But the problem is, is that there's too many voices in there. The problem is, there's too many problems in there. The problem is, there's too many situations going on in there. The problem is, is that I can't clear my mind long enough to pray for that situation. So now I'm saying, Lord, according to your word, you are making intercession for me because I'm not able to do it. Yeah. That's right. Amen. Amen. I can't do it. Excellent, Pastor. I can't do it. Exactly. I've been there. Exactly. That's why they say that the Lord is a mind regulator. But before he can regulate my mind, I still got to get to that point. So what I have to do right now, Lord... You need to make intercession for me because if you don't, do man, I'm going to lose my mind. Do I'm going to go crazy. Yeah. I'm going to commit suicide. I'm going to kill myself. Mm. Y'all following me? Yes, sir. Life Love it. is overwhelming. Amen. The devil is devastating. Amen. But God has given me the victory. Amen. Life is overwhelming. The devil is devastating, but God has given me the victory. I'm walking in. I don't know about you, but I'm victorious tonight. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I'm not worried about yesterday. I'm not worried about my bills. I'm not worried about my situation. I'm, I'm not worried about what happened yesterday. Glory to God. And I'm not even looking forward to what's getting ready to happen tomorrow. But all I have right now is my mind is regulated on the things of God. And I'm focused on what God has promised me and what he's able to do even right now. Glory to God. So what am I doing? I'm saying, Lord Jesus, I don't know what tomorrow holds, but you are my intercessor. So you begin to intercede for me. To the Father on my behalf. Why? Because I'm your beloved. I'm loved by you. I'm cared by you. I'm working your promise out. I am confident of this one thing. That the small amount of faith you've given me. Is going to begin to work for me even right now. In Jesus name. Amen. That's, That's good. I'm working this thing. Glory to God. I'm working this thing. I'm working this thing. Amen. I'm getting ready. Praise God. And my job is to get you ready for 2024. Amen? Amen. Amen. Father, we love you and we bless you. We glorify and we thank you for this day. Thank you. Holy Spirit, you know we got so much we more to say. Your word. We got so much more to say. So good. 
So much more, so much more, so much more. <laughs> Glory to God, hallelujah. But I've given what you gave me to give right now. And we give you praise for it. And we thank you and we love you and we glorify you. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. And everybody says, amen. amen.